Hello guys, Sarah here and welcome to the Life as an Experiment podcast, a podcast where I help you declutter emotional baggage and reclaim your power and confidence in your lives. In today's episode, we will talk about how to green light your behavior for all sorts of relationships to flow into your life. So what really inspired me to come up with this podcast episode is that um, I'm not sure if many of you know, but I do come from a very um, socially reserved culture, right? Um, I wouldn't say that people here are all introverts, though I think um, it's nothing really to do with being on the you know introvert-extrovert spectrum. I just think that people here can tend to be really, really socially awkward. Um, and, you know, sometimes there's this sort of like awkwardness and uh, weirdness in social situations. So, you know, um, I've been to various meetup groups, um, various socializing events, and even on, you know, um, training courses that they go on for a couple of days. And what I've always observed is that people tend to like to stick in their in their groups and their own cliques um, and not really tend to like to mingle around. Um, so, you know, for, for like meetup groups and socializing events that I've been to, um, people will come with their friends and then stick with their own friends, you know, and then go home with their friends and just never even venture to talk to the other people in the group. Um, which is weird, you know, because uh, meetup events and socializing events are for you to actually meet, you know, other new people and to get to know new people and talk to them, right? And even on training courses as well, training programs or conferences, um, you see people just sticking to their own, you know, their own groups of people and um, people they already know, um, but not really, you know, making much of an effort to get to know new people. But the interesting thing is that, you know, when you ask people what they actually really, really wanted to get out of the conference or really want to get out of the event or the socializing group, they'll always say things like, you know, I want to, I, you know, I attend this event or so I want to, you know, be there to actually um, make new friends. You know, I want to make, uh, meet new people. Um, I want to f- feel socially included. It's, it's kind of weird because if you actually want to, you know, feel socially included and make new friends and stuff like that, um, you know, you actually make more of an effort to actually talk to you know, newer people in the in the group, people that you don't know, instead of sticking to people that you always know. Um, so I've always found that uh, to be a little bit strange. And what I've come to realize is that, you know, um, people, and I don't think it's just in my culture, but I think it's, you know, something that happens everywhere in the world is that human beings can tend to be creatures of comfort. We like sticking in our comfort zones. We like staying there. Um, we like talking to people that we already know because we know, you know, what to predict in the conversations and um, we have better control over the situation. Whereas, you know, meeting a new person or talking to a new friend um, or, you know, a new person on the on the training course or on the in the meetup group as you, it can be very um, intimidating, you know, because you don't know how uh, people are going to react to you. Um, and, you know, it's, it's also difficult to actually predict what they are going to say, how they're going to behave, you know, and that's the first thing. So, you know, staying in the comfort zone. But I also feel that especially, you know, with certain personality types and especially with certain people that I've seen in, in my country, is that there's also a um, kind of a fear of rejection and, you know, a fear of being vulnerable um, because, you uh, you know, getting to know someone new uh, requires you to also, you know, kind of um, be a little bit vulnerable and, you know, come in and talk a little bit about yourself and open up to someone else, 
right? So that's always something that is very difficult for a lot of people to do. And especially in a culture that is so reserved like mine, um, it's even, it's even, people find it even more difficult to do that. Um, yeah, and the fear of being vulnerable and the fear of being rejected as well, because you don't really know um, who you're really speaking to and whether they'll be very, you know, accepting of your um, so-called, you know, quotation marks advances. But, you know, for me, I always think that, you know, you never try, never know. Right, and what's the point of going to an event where you're supposed to be socializing, getting to know new people, but you know you just go there alone or go there with your friends, and then you come back, you know, with the same people, or you come back alone? What's the point, right? Especially if you are there to you know socialize and to to get to know new people, right? So um, there are a couple of things I would say, two or three things that I actually talk about today that can, you know. Pro- probably help you um you know ease into you know social situations or ease into helping you know you find uh you know friends at you know your next event or next training course that you go to and hopefully this will be helpful so um the first thing is to really kind of take note of what behaviors and what vibes are you actually giving off right um I know some people will come and tell me and, and, and things like, you know, oh, you need to see I, I don't really know what kind of vibe, you know, I'm giving off. And, you know, the vibe that I give off and people's perception of my vibe or my behavior could be completely off. Yeah, exactly. So um, you cannot really, really control that. But um, if you're going into an event or to, you know, a certain situation with the purpose of um, looking for new people to speak to, then it's important that we give off behaviors or vibes that are, you know, actually show us to be open and approachable people, right? So, for example, you know, it's it's very common here to actually walk into a room of people with, <laughs> you know, um, and, and trying to find someone to talk to where everybody has their noses in their phones, right? Um, if you're guilty of doing the same thing, and I know I'm guilty of that, um, it's important to, to check our behaviors from time to time. Because, you know, if you're having your nose in your phone, um, you have your headphones plugged in, um, you know, you don't say hi to people, you don't look up when people approach you, um, you don't really join, you know, in conversations uh, nearby, you ignore people. Um, this all gives off very, very closed off, unapproachable vibes. You know, if, if I mean, just, just ask yourself, you know, if you're trying to make friends and you see someone who is plugged in, staring at their phones, ignoring you, um, not even looking at you when you say hi, do you actually really want to continue a conversation or even start a conversation with such a person? I would think not, right? Um, I personally wouldn't bother. And um, it's, it's, you know, most people, you know, it's naturally we don't really gravitate to the unapproachable, the aloof and the unfriendly people in um, the space that we're in, right? We are going to go to the people who appear open, who appear, you know, sociable and appear friendly because, you know, that, you know, in our minds lowers, you know, the, the possibility of rejection from such people, right? It's just an easier, you know, path um, down, right? Um, and it's because, you know, if you, if you actually want company and you're seeking out friends, these people are giving off the right signals or what I will call green lighting behavior, right? These are open signals that say, you know, hey, I'm available for a chat, um, you know, you're, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm cool, you know, if you come to say hi to me, right? So you may not be, you know, um, it's, it's really all about the signs, you know, signals that you're giving off to others, right? So if you're giving off red light behaviors, you know, or red light signals that, you know, that, that kind of screams to people like, hey, you know, don't come near me, don't speak to me, I have no time, 
um, you know, I don't like you, then people aren't going to approach you, right? So if you keep yourself kind of invisible and kind of, you know, just not uh, receptive to, to other people coming to you, um, then that's, that's going to be difficult in, you know, in terms of making friends. And sometimes it's also about, you know, being more... Um, being more active and a bit more proactive, you know, and taking the initiative when you actually want to make friends instead of, you know, sitting around uh, in a class, in a social group, um, you know, and waiting for people to come up to you. I've always found what works is, you know, is, you know just, you know, approaching someone, maybe um, someone who also looks like alone or, you know, there's an easier, um, uh, you know, uh, maybe they're sitting alone or, you know, they, they look like they, they are, you know, cool with you talking to them. Um, it's okay, okay to just go up to them and just say hi, you know, how's your day, you know, what are you here for, um, you know, are you looking forward to this class or whatever it is, right? So um, sometimes instead of, you know, um, just sitting around waiting for something to happen, um, just go ahead and make, make something happen, you know, make, make the connection yourself, you know, go ahead and say hi, go and talk to people. Usually people don't mind unless they are, you know, they look really, really pissed off or something. <laughs> And really, really like, you know, giving off very strong red, you know, red light signals. So you probably don't want to approach those. Um, yeah, but people sometimes are just fairly approachable as well in, in social situations. They themselves are also waiting for people to approach them. Right. So um, so that's one, you know, um, ensuring that, you know, you uh, take back control and have the confidence to actually give off, you know, red light, uh, green, green light behaviors and to actually approach people when you want to. So, um, you know, yeah, just, just, just being proactive about forming social relationships. I feel like that's always the fastest way um, to get to know someone new, right? So that's the first one. Um, secondly, it's all about finding your tribe. And honestly, for me, it took me a while, a couple of years actually to find, um, to figure out, uh, you know, what exactly is my tribe and what do the people in my tribe actually look and behave like. Not really look like, but as in like, you know, the values that they hold, the behaviors that they give off, you know, things like that. So it took me a while. And, um, Finding your tribe is actually, um, sometimes it takes a bit of trial and error and takes a bit of time. So initially, a couple of years ago, I was very into meditation and spirituality. I still am, but um, less so in terms of like joining group meditations and things like that. So I used to go for meetup groups that, you know, um, you know had, a, had a focused meditation every Wednesday. So I thought, you know, that, that could be my tribe, you know, because it's something that I'm interested in. But um for some reason or another, uh, you know, the people, the personalities that went there, didn't, I didn't really quite click with them, right? So um, it took me a while after that of finding other social groups to join um, where, you know, I felt comfortable. I felt like I could be myself. Um, yeah, which, which, which was then, you know, I figured out that, you know, I actually liked uh, certain types of, I gravitated towards certain types of personalities that could be found in certain types of groups, right? So you just take a while to figure that out. And um, yeah, and, and you know, just take your time, take your time, go to different groups. You know, it's, it's it, some people tell me like, yeah, you know, it's a lot of effort. Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> maintaining and making friends and maintaining those relationships takes effort, you know, but if it's something that you want in your life, um, then yeah, then, then you know, let, let's, let's put in the effort, right? Um, so it took me a while to find my tribe. And um yeah, so if it's something that you're trying to figure out right now, it's just, you know, best to just go ahead and join a few social groups. 
um, you know, you could, could go join social groups or meetup groups, you know, I mean, we are in pandemic season, so most of, you know, these groups are actually moved online. It's a bit different, um, you know, online versus face-to-face, but at least you still have the social connections there and get to see people and talk to them. Um, so, you know, when things get a little bit better and hopefully there's, you know, not much of a lockdown or <laughs> circuit break in your country, um, you know, you're able to meet up with people physically, then you could, you know, from the carry on with the social connections that uh, you've made online, offline, right? Um, so, yeah, just go out and, you know, um, look for social groups that match your hobbies or match, you know, passions and your interests, Um you know, it be it an environmental group, a baking class, a cooking class, whatever it is, right? So um, look for activities where you can actually interact with people. Um, personally, for me, I, I tend to stay away from, from groups that, you know, involves like viewing something. Like, for example, meeting up to watch a movie and then going back home. Um, that doesn't really work for me because most people just go there with their friends and they don't really talk to other people. They're mostly there to watch the movie. So um, choose activities where, you know, there's a little bit of, you know, uh, you know, indulging the activity like baking or flower arrangements, whatever it is, um, or a form of sports, be it, you know, badminton or baseball or whatever it is. Um, there's a form of activity, but, you know, there's a lot of, you know, there's a possibility of social interactions that goes around the activity as well. So, yeah, so so go out and explore. I find meetup.com to be a great place to um, actually look for groups and um, to join and to, you know, most of them have moved uh, online, at least where I am. So, you know, yeah, so, so meeting online now is a very new thing. And um, another place that I like to look for my social groups at are um, Facebook groups and events. Yeah, um, not really a huge fan of Facebook. I don't use it, but I use it a lot for the groups and the events um, stuff on there. And there are some gems right there. Yeah, um, these groups, sometimes they don't really advertise themselves a lot. Um, yeah, but, but it's, you know, there are still some amazing finds if you, you know, if you look properly, look through them thoroughly. Um, so yeah, I just go from there and, you know, join a couple, you know, no, um, there's no stress or pressure on you to actually continue with the, the tribe or the group that you are in, you know, if you don't like the vibe or you don't like the people there, it's always okay to leave. And, um, just remember that, you know, it's a trial and error. So you definitely probably wouldn't get it right the first time around. It took me, a, you know, attending quite a number of social groups on me to figure out what my tribe really was and, um, what those interests were. Right, so um, I stay away personally from all those like movie watching, um, eating sort of groups because um, people there tend to be really interested in that. I'm not super interested in those things, and um, I find the the social interactions not to be my my kind of thing. You know, when I go for those groups, so yeah, just um, you know, there's there's quite a bit of time now, so just you know, um, go online, find what interests you. And then, um, you know, take it offline, right? If you want to continue with the um, with the interaction, right? And the third thing is, um, you know, we have to understand that relationships actually take time to grow. Okay, they take time to build, right? You need to actually put in the effort and to show up to the relationship. So, we live in a you know, in a society where it's always, you know, based off very short-term gratification and we want things very quickly. Um, I feel that that's one of the big reasons why, you know, cultivating relationships has gotten to be be so difficult for so many people. And, you, you know, you find people who are like, you know, you're having conversations, like great, fantastic, like conversations and have a lot of fun together. And then suddenly you just fall off your radar. 
Yeah, so it's getting to be very... We are living in a society that is actually not conducive for focus and it's also not conducive for, in my opinion, cultivating very deep relationships. But with that said, it still happens, right? You just need to, like I said, find your tribe, figure out who you really, really want to spend time with and, you know, keep growing those relationships. So it's been pretty interesting, but... um. I tend to have quite a number of long-term friends. So we have been friends for like decades. Um, and it's always really interesting to me because we don't really meet up very often. But when we do, we actually have loads to talk about. And we're still on the same wavelength. Um, other, you know, long-time friends have actually fallen off the radar. And, um, you know, due to different differences, different life stages and sometimes different personalities as well. Because your personalities start to change and you experience different things. Um, and at my age as well, everyone is starting to, you know, get married and have kids. Um, so lots of things, you know, taking up that time. So it's going to be difficult to, you know, um, hang out with, with, with each other. And I have a lot of friends living overseas as well. So that doesn't really help. Um, but I want to say that if you really want to keep, really, really want to put in the effort, you, you can, right? Um, I have a childhood friend who's actually living in the UK right now. And whenever I go over for work, um, I live with her. Um, and, uh, and her husband as well. And it's amazing, you know, we've been friends since we were like like eight. Um, yeah, so that's been quite a couple of years already. Um, yeah, more than two decades actually. Um, yeah, uh, we still do keep in touch very, very often, very, very frequently on uh, WhatsApp. So um, we text each other like every other day. So we're probably speaking like, more times you know in a week than I speak to my friends who are physically with me in this country um so yeah it takes effort but you know if both parties actually put in the effort um yeah your relationship will probably stay very very strong for many many years right so it does take time and um you know we need to actually give ourselves time because you know I meet so many people who are like oh you know um you know we've been chatting for like past couple of weeks but like he or she doesn't seem very interested in continuing the friendship um give it some time really because you know it it does take a while it does take like a couple of months to like sometimes years to actually form bonds with people um you've got to give people time as well to to form that that kind of bond and trust you know with you right um yeah, so, so show up, you know, keep in touch, make the effort. If that's what you want in your life, you want more friends, make the effort, right? And and don't be emotionally unavailable. So there's this other thing, you know. So there are some lots actually of people that I know that are just emotionally unavailable in some way and they give off a lot of like, um, like I said earlier, rate-like uh, behaviours as well. So, you know, for example, leaving friends on read, never initiating or contacting them ever you know um it takes you know a few quite a number of times to get to really know someone well so you know you've got to be prepared to put in the time and the effort right because like for example i have this acquaintance who's like oh you know i want more friends in my life you know i want to go out a little bit more i want to get no more people blah 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 um but she number one never reaches out to anybody um, you know, keeps herself in some sort of like, I, I don't know what she does. Um, she just keeps to herself a lot. Um, anytime you ask her out, she's like, oh, I'm busy or you know, I'm not free. It doesn't fit my schedule and things like that. Um, and over time it gets, you know, when you, you keep doing that to someone who is trying to get you to socialize, it gets very, very, um, I wouldn't say off-putting, but, you know, after a while, the person actually stops trying because you're not really responding to the um, effort. 
right? Um, friendships cannot really, your relationships cannot really be one way, it cannot be one way street. Um, both parties really have to, you know, be prepared to put in the time and the effort. So if it's something that you want, okay, one more relationships and friendships in your life, um, yeah, just be prepared to grow them, okay, to water them. Relationships are like a garden. Um, you really need to water them and watch them grow watch the plants grow, right? So, yeah, those are the three things. So, firstly, you know, um, ensure that the behaviours and the vibes that you give off are all, you know, green lit, green light behaviours and, and vibes. Secondly, take time to find your tribe, um, you know, to, to figure out what you really, you know, want, who you really want to spend time with and, um, you know, who those people really are, right? And thirdly, you know, we have to understand that relationships take time to build and we need to put in the time and the effort if, you know, we want more relationships in our lives, right? Okay, so um, with that, we've come to the end of the podcast. Uh, do remember to leave a comment or get in touch with me. I love to hear from my listeners and my readers. Email me at abstractedcollective at gmail.com. That is abstract with an ED collective, right? Or reach out to me on Instagram at abstractedcollective. And if you like the show... Do tell your friend and please rate and review on iTunes or anywhere else that you get your podcast as it can help others like you find it easily. Until next time, go be your wonderful self.